Hello, this is Michael Fanning with the Windermere Coaching Minute. This is our short-form podcast where we'll be interviewing Windermere agents who bring creative ideas, power strategies, and successful routines to light, all in creating epic client service and work-life balance. Enjoy the podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome to, at, or excuse me, the Windermere Coaching Minute. And uh, I am super excited today because I have Christine Wood with us. Christine, how are you? I'm good, thanks. And so for those of you who may not know Christine Wood, uh, Christine Wood is uh, our foundation. She actually runs our foundation for Windermere Services. And Christine, what's your official title? Oh, titles. I am the executive director of the Windermere Foundation. The executive director of the Windermere Foundation. <laughs> so and, uh, important. So important. <laughs> and I have to say, you know, uh, at our services company, uh, Christine and I, and I have to be careful because I actually I know Christina's tuna. And uh, but Christine and I, we share a wall. And so I've missed your laugh. Uh, <laughs> have you really? Yes, I, have. I really have. <laughs> And so uh, we share a wall. And so, uh, and I love, I love her energy. And you'll, you'll see from this as we talk today, you'll hear her energy and her laugh. It's great. But um, we want to talk specifically today about the foundation. And Christina has been with Windermere for 22 years. And we were just talking before we started this podcast that she was going to commit to a year when they asked her to join. And here we are uh, 22 years later. <laughs> I know, Mike, I was saying that I really, when they were kind of in a bind and needed somebody, and I talked to Maria Bunting, who was in charge of the foundation at the time, and and I remember, you know, she was explaining to me about the foundation, and I was thinking, oh my gosh, this, this is so cool, I, I love the purpose, I love the philosophy, and but I can really only commit to a year, and um, here I am 22 years later, because the work is just so amazing and we have such uh just such a cool culture and i'm really have loved my 22 years here so well i i love that and for the listeners you know we have people that are with windermere we have people in the general public and then we have people that are with other companies but i think one of the things that i just wanted to say is that you know it's so timely we're having this uh, podcast today is because this is june uh the first part of june and normally every june we do community service day um yes and where we take, we close down all of our Windermere offices for a day and we go out and we have an impact on the community in, in ways of giving. I know we normally do things with Mary's Place with the services company, but so I thought it would just be great to just talk about the foundation. And so uh, one of the things, uh, Christine, is when, when, when was the foundation founded? Uh, I mean, when was it started with Windermere? So it was founded in 1989 and really it you know it was our community service day that spawned this you know grander idea of a foundation um 
it was uh, after one of our community service days, I can't remember the actual year, but owners and agents got together and started having conversations around how they could serve their communities beyond just that one day. And, um, you know, really agents loved the feeling of working together and doing something to improve their communities. So they voted to start the Windermere Foundation and, you know, really with the idea of wanting to do something and give back more frequently and, you know, in the form of monetary donations to, you know, supplement their hours of volunteering through our annual community service day. So really the foundation has its roots in community service day. Um, and it was founded in 1989. And then, and then we decided to say, Hey, let's make a bigger impact and start doing this on a grander scale. Yep. Yep. That's great. And so uh, what's the charter? I mean, I, you know, a lot of people just say, well, the foundation, I mean, so you, what are you're giving money? I mean, what yeah. are you doing specifically? Yeah, so um, the mission, the charter, the foundation is to raise and provide funding to social service organizations um, that are dedicated to helping low income and homeless families. And, you know, this can range from providing eviction prevention to food, utility help scholarships for parents wanting to go to school, you know, a lot of them for the first time to help them really get a better paying job, um, childcare, holiday help, the list goes on. So, so really we work with social service organizations who um, are dedicated to this mission of, of providing basic needs for families. Right. And I, and I think it's important too, and you can kind of explain the, the, the inner workings of how it works, but, you know, so we actually, you know, we collect the funds, but I think what's unique is that, um, you know, it's not services picking where that money goes. I mean, specifically in our footprint, right, that those dollars go back to those specific communities uh, where those funds were collected. Isn't that correct? Yes. So, you know, in the beginning of the foundation, um, it, it was you know, essentially someone in my position deciding where the, the dollars would go. So all the donations were coming in and, and um, you know, the director, executive director was deciding how those dollars would get allocated. And what happened is, you know, as we evolve, we, we learned that, you know, it's our agents who are contributing to the foundation and who better to know who would be a good steward of a grant? Um, right. Because, you know, they, they obviously, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily know the needs outside of my own county, right. let alone knowing, you know, what the needs are and, and what organizations would do a great job um, of, you know, helping kids and helping families. So when we changed how our model was working and we we allocated those raised dollars back to the individual offices we got much better buy-in we had agents that were contributing you know over and above those per transaction um, donations that we strongly suggest so um, and to give you an example last year um, 70 percent of our donated funds came from what we call those over and above contributions. So these are agents who on their transaction sheet are saying, I love the foundation. I love what it represents. I love that it's coming back to help 
feed a kid in my own backyard or, you know, keep a family in their home, um, kind of staving off a, an eviction or, or keeping the lights on. I mean, so many different things. So the agents feel really good about that. They, they donate, they want to donate more because again, they know that um, it's coming back to, to their neighborhoods and to their community. Right. Well, and I think, and I want to point out something here for people who are listening, who have hired a Windermere agent uh, to represent them. One of the things I think that they should all realize is that, you know, there, there is obviously the, you know, the transaction donation uh, that is comes off their commissions, but I I heard you say 70% of the dollars we collect are from real estate agents doing what's called above and beyond contributions. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I think and I think that the, the key for that for people listening is that, you know, when you hire a real estate agent and you help them support their livelihood and they provide a great service for you, they're taking a large portion of what they make at the end of the year and are donating that back into the foundation to give back to the community. So um, by simply, uh, you know, working within a Windermere world, uh, we're actually enhancing communities and helping lots of families and kids. Yeah. Yeah, and and again, I mean, when the foundation started in 1989, you know, the idea was that if everyone could give, if all the agents could give just a little bit on each transaction, it could add up pretty quickly. And, you know, here we are, um, you know, and we've raised over $44 million. And again, majority of that is coming from our agents who just, really recognize that there's a lot of need out there and and recognize that that they're able to really have a positive impact and and um, their communities are near and dear to them and you know they they donate more on on those transactions so right and i heard you say 44 million yes <laughs> yes i mean honestly i know that we i was talking in our services meeting and and I ask people, you know, you can throw out these numbers and these statistics. And I yeah. always ask people to just, you know, pause on that for a second because $44 million. I mean, again, what started out is just, you know, um, this idea of this, you know, tapping into our, our network and this collective generosity and, and everyone contributing and boy, have they contributed. I mean, that's, that's, that's a lot of money and that's, that's a lot of goodness going out in, in our communities. Absolutely. And I think uh, for the, the people that are listening that aren't with Windermere, I mean, to understand our, our reach, you know, we are uh, one of the largest regional real estate companies on the West Coast. And so we span, you know, California, Idaho, Montana, Oregon, um, uh, help me out here too, you know, Washington State, uh, uh, you know, Portion. Idaho. Idaho. Did you say that? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. You know, and so we are, you know, we're in, we're in those areas and um, each one of our offices in those areas, right. Are getting allocations back to them that are allowing them to then go out and contribute regularly to uh, their areas to enhance the communities and help others. Yeah. Here's it's one a thing. cool model, Mike, and sorry to interrupt, but I, oh, I yeah. will say, I mean, um, it's, it's a unique model. Again, you know, it started out with, you know, raising money and, and, you know, one person deciding where it would go, but then realizing that it should be allocated back to the offices. And, um, you know, there was a time that I was getting calls from other real estate companies all the time asking about this model and, and really asking, how do you get such great participation? I mean, how do you get a hundred percent participation on those 
per transaction? And how do you get all this participation on these over and above contributions? And, you know, I, I would say that it, it's just really an important part of our ethos. And it's one of our core values, um, community. And, and I think that we, um, through our foundation reps, you know, we have a foundation rep who volunteers their time in, in every office. Um, you know, we're almost all volunteer run and we have amazing foundation reps that are, are sharing the good work in their office and, and explaining how the dollars are coming back. And, and so I shared that with these other real estate companies that were calling and saying, how, how can we do this? How, how can we mimic um, this model and, and um, you know, get the participation from our agents and, and help a lot of people in the community. So I was really proud of that, that, yeah, that we absolutely. were kind of, you know, setting a standard and, and people were wondering how we did it. Yeah. And, and, and it, you know, and it's, it's the whole concept of giving um, mm -hmm. the power of giving back. And I want to be fair, uh, Christine, because I want to make mm -hmm. sure that I, I let everybody know uh, where we are. So here was where we go. We are in Washington, Montana, Oregon, Idaho, California, Nevada, Utah, Colorado, Arizona, Hawaii, and Cabo San Lucas. So that's our, that's our, that's our, our reach, right? That's yeah. what we're talking about. Um, and each one of those offices uh, makes a contribution to the foundation and gives back to their local community. So I think yep. it's important. There's one other thing, uh, Christine, that I want to point out and I'll ask you this is that, um, you know, a lot of times people say, well, that's great. You, you're making all that money, but I mean, how much are you putting in your pocket? Oh, yes. This is another <laughs> thing I'm super proud of. Yes. And um, I use the word evangelize, um, especially when we're talking about, you know, how we're helping these families, but also just for, you know, prospective donors out there or, you know, our tried and true donors who donate, you know, every month. Um, it's really important that they understand and the public understands that we spend on average 2% on administrative costs, which that's, that's is insane. amazing. Yeah. Um, and, and especially when you compare it, you know, to the national average, which, you know, it's a big range, but the national average is between 15 and 40%. Wow. And most are spending around the 23% on administrative costs. So, you know, for anyone who's donating a dollar, um, 98 cents is, is going back to help a family or I love a kid, that. which, um, again, I'm super proud of that. And, and, and it really comes down to the fact that, you know, we, we don't spend foundation dollars to advertise our name. We, we really want it to go back to the programs. Um, and again, that we have volunteers in every office. So, um, that's a big part of it that helps us keep our admin costs to, you know, 2%, which it's unheard of. Right. Well, and you bring up a good point, you know, in every one of our Windermere offices, we have a foundation representative mm -hmm. um, who helps to direct and help us to better understand the needs specifically in that area. So, um, yes. you know, the whole network is involved. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I want to do this. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, I want you to share so that everybody can got to get a real understanding. I want you to share a couple stories uh, about how our foundation dollars have benefited some families. If that's, if, and, and I know it's, it's emotional, uh, but yes. I want, but I want to hear it. So let's take a quick break and we're going to come back okay. and talk about that. Okay. Okay.
Hey everyone, this is Michael Fanning and with me is Eric Thompson. We're with Windermere Coaching. We thought we'd take just a moment to let you know a little bit about maybe how to get your feet wet into coaching with Windermere Coaching through the Windermere Path. Eric, tell us a little bit about the Windermere Path. So the Windermere Path gives you a call every week. You can join live or you can watch the recording. One of three things happen on those calls. You get a specific lesson that's taught by you, Mike, by Doug Simcock, by me, or Nick Hansen. The second thing that happens is we do live interviews with your Windermere colleagues. You can hear right from them about how they are implementing all the tools that we teach them in coaching so that you can be inspired by their story. The third thing that happens is you get to ask questions of us, things that are happening in your business right now, in your world. We help just to keep you on the, on the ninja path. Hey, Eric, it sounds like a lot of great content. So listeners, if you're interested in finding out more about the Windermere Path, simply go to windermerecoaching.com click on the explore button, give us your name and your email address, and we'll get back to you with all the information you need to get started on the Windermere Path. Thank you so much, and we'll return you to our content. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Windermere Coaching Minute. My name is Michael Fanning, and I am super excited because we're talking to Christine Wood, who is the director of our Windermere Foundation for the services company. And uh, we've just been talking about kind of what the foundation is about, but now we'd like to kind of talk a little bit about uh, who we're helping. And so I have asked Christine to share a couple stories, some of her favorite stories of just what those dollars and those contributions from our agents have been able to do and the impact they've had. So um, Christine, tell me, tell me a couple of, of really great stories that uh, on how we've helped people. Uh. Michael, there are so many stories. I mean, again, when you think about $44 million and last year we gave, you know, we donated 2.5, you know, beyond those numbers and, and behind those numbers, there are so many stories. And um, I'm going to share a couple that um, I think will really um, let your listeners, our listeners know um, really what the foundation means. And one of the stories is, uh, I know these are really hard sometimes to talk about, yeah. but um, we work with uh, Seattle Children's Hospital and the social workers will call us when they have a family in need, a patient in need. And recently they contacted me because they had a patient, a 17 year old patient with end-stage renal disease um, who had been at the hospital for months. And due to COVID, she you know, had not had visitors um, and was feeling really isolated. And, and you know, the social worker shared with me that this was a really urgent need, that she really needed some emotional support from her family. But her family lived in Idaho. And right. you know, the traveling expense was just something they couldn't afford. And um, the patient uh, was especially close with her brother mm -hmm. and was really wanting him to um, come and visit. But again, the family couldn't afford the travel, the family couldn't afford hotel. So the social worker reached out and said, this is a little outside the box, but asked if the Windermere Foundation could help. And of course, after reading that, right. We said, of course we can help. And we pledged dollars for hotel vouchers for a hotel close to the hospital. And, um, you know, we, we made it possible for Ella and her brother to be together for a few days. And, and, you know, when the social worker 
relayed this to um, Ella, she just said it was just a huge boost to right. her morale and that she was so excited to see her brother after having so many months in the hospital. And, and these are the stories, you know, that, I mean, that people don't think about. And, and right. again, you know, in, in deference to them, why would they? Um, and I, I think that's a really important part of what we do and what our foundation reps do um, is that they share these stories of impact with their office so that they know when they are donating that, you know, it, it's it's helping these these families. And, and the other story is, um, oh gosh, it was a, a social worker called me. There was a, a mom who was taking the bus to work um, 90 minutes each way because her car had broken down and she needed like a $600 repair and, and she couldn't afford it. Yeah, right. She had, you know, two young children and the childcare for these, this additional travel time was, you know, also more than she could afford. But, you know, she, she knew she couldn't lose her job. And she was um, doing the best with what she had. She was doing the best with what she had and, and trying to prioritize and knowing that she had to work. But because of this, you know, the transportation taking so long and having to get the child care. I mean, it's just kind of all this ripple effect. And, um, but through the Windermere Foundation, we, we paid to have the car repaired and we paid for a couple months of the child care. And, oh my gosh, this part is just, it's so much about, um, you know, just what we do because when, um, Gina learned this from a social worker. She, she cried as I'm about to cry and right. said, you know, who would do this for me? I mean, yeah. that's what she said. Who, who would do this for me? They, they don't even know me. I mean, right. Windermere, they, they don't even know me, but, but they helped me and I'm so grateful. Yeah. And, um, you know, the relief that we provide, it's, it's really meaningful. And, and that's what the Windermere Foundation does every single day. You know, we're, we're helping a stressed out family every day. And when you realize this, you know, you're, you're motivated to keep donating, right? I mean, it's these moments of, you know, wow, I, I just made a difference for a hardworking mom. And that's who we're helping. We're helping families who are working poor. I mean, they're hardworking families that, that hit a setback. And yep. And you know they don't have that cushion that so many of us are so fortunate enough to have. And you know when our agents hear these stories, um, they understand, and and that they they understand that there are you know thousands of Gina's and Ella's out there, and and circumstances that to a lot of us would would not negatively impact us at all, but but they're huge to so many struggling families and. You know, the end of the day, I just, I, I really want our donors to feel a connection when, when they're donating. I, I want them to know why they're donating. And I really believe that um, they do. And for those who can afford to give, most of them can, you know, they should give and they do. Um, but again, it, it's really important that they understand why they're giving. And, you know, I, I, think I can speak for the Gina's and the Ella's of the world that um, they're certainly happy that we have so many caring and super generous and thoughtful agents and donors and 
you know, with so much need out there, especially with COVID, it's, it's you know, critically important. And again, our agents recognize it and they, they donate. Well, and you know, the other thing too, is when we think about prosperity is, you know, giving generates more giving. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And when, and when you reach out and you give and people, and you help people get to a better position in their life and a better place in their life, and they know that they got there because somebody helped them, it inspires them to help others. Right. And, you know, we've heard this over the years. Um, in fact, gosh, I, I think it was like 10 years ago, I actually had a family who um, called and asked what our address was because um, they were in a much better position and right. they made a donation to the foundation to, to pay it forward, right. to help a family that was in their same situation or similar situation. And um, Oh, it was just really moving that that they remembered that and they they wanted to do something to help another family. So yeah. it's pretty cool. One of the questions I have for you is I, I heard you say there's a huge need. I, and I know for a fact, because I'm right next to your office, I see the amount of requests that come in via mail. Yeah. I mean, it is, it is that. <laughs> yes. And I know that we can't say yes to everybody. Right. So I, I think that part of having a focused giving um, is important. I mean, I, I think it's really helped us and, and it, and it's just for that reason. I mean, it, it's not to say that we don't care about all the other causes out there, right. but there are so many causes. And, and I think that um, we took a stand and said, you know, we're in the business of helping people find homes. We should be working with, organizations that are helping secure housing, keeping families in their homes and um, building stable environments for children. Exactly. And, and I think that we can really say that we've, we've made a big impact in that arena of providing, you know, basic needs and stability for families. And, and I also think it's just it's easier for people to understand that this is our focus and, and, you know, when organizations apply through us and the mission doesn't necessarily apply, you know, I explain to them why it doesn't and they understand that and they all applaud a focused giving. They, they get it. Right. Um, and I think that, um, again, it's, you know, the hardest part of my job is, is saying no. Um, but I also think it has served us really well. And I also, you know, there's, there's, there's another kind of layer to this too, is that because we ask someone in every office to volunteer their time and, and, you know, they go through the applications that are directed to them locally, um, you know, there, there's a good chance that if we were giving to every cause out there that they would be getting, you know, so many requests. And so, um, I, I think it's, it's helping our agents, I mean, helping our foundation reps, like, excuse me, know that um, this is what we do. And we should be really proud about this because, um, you know, there, there's, again, a huge need and um, struggling families um, certainly are worthy of, um, you know, receiving our dollars and our focus and, and um, our help. Well, and I also know our flexibility because I know there's been situations where there's been disasters or massive needs. So for example, right. fires in California, Yes. or you look at um, COVID, for example, and yes. we've been, and there's been unique times when you've been able to step up and create some scenarios where we're able to actually take some dollars and give some funds that way too, right? 
Yeah, and I think that, um, you know, that's equally important as, you know, you have your mission, but also recognizing that sometimes there are these, you know, you know, natural disasters that, you know, kind of require us or not really require, but just we want to help and, and right. we have our agents that want to help and they want to feel a part of that. And, you know, I get that. And so, um, yes, we definitely have some flexibility and, um, you know, and especially when it comes to offices that, that they might have something that, that really matters to them, just depending on where they live and, and what the needs might be. And, and, and those needs might sit a little outside of our mission, but, but um, again, it's, it's the agents in that office that are donating. So we try to work with them um, as much as possible to make sure that they feel good about um, where their dollars are going. Yeah, that's great. So, so let me ask you this, what's the future for our foundation? I mean, if, if your big vision of where we're going and what we're doing, I mean, if you could wave a magic wand, what would it look like? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, the, the Windermere Foundation is a grant making foundation. So, you know, the goal is always to raise more money so that we can help more families. And again, due to the effects of COVID, um, gosh, raising more money is especially important. And, you know, in the early years of the foundation, we were primarily, primarily, excuse me, helping yeah. homeless families. I mean, that's where we started out. And then, you know, we learned over the years that it's much more cost effective to work on the preventative side and, you know, support programs that are assisting families, um, you know, with the goal to really keep these vulnerable families in their homes, because it's really expensive trying to rehouse a family, um, you know, let alone just the you know, negative impact that homelessness has on a family, especially children. So, so as we continue to evolve and learn, um, we're always looking at ways that we, um, you know, again, can, can raise more money. And, and we're actually, we're looking at ways to help families navigate the complexities of buying a home, uh, especially minorities who have very limited access to programs that um, can make home ownership a reality. So we're working on programs that can address this. And I think that's super important. And then again, you know, you know, we're also committed to making sure that our administrative costs remain super low, as I talked about earlier. So, you know, raising more money, um, making sure that our agents and our offices feel engaged and, and know that they, you know, they are the foundation. I mean, it, it, it's, it, it's, a foundation owned by our agents, essentially. And so, you know, just again, um, sharing stories of impact so they understand these kind of tangible moments that um, are super important and, and really meaningful. Yeah. And I, I want to second that. I, I think for the Windermere agents that are listening today, I think a huge thank you goes out to them for just their, their, their go-giver mentality their ability to give back to the community and to enhance. And for people who aren't with Windermere, um, if they wanted to get involved or learn more about the foundation, where's the best way to get educated on that? Or if they wanted to even donate, how do they do that? Well, you can donate on our website and, you know, you can always call me. I mean, we have information on our website, but I think really it's, it's we have quarterly reports that we share um, we have blogs, um, and, and again, it's, it's, um, you know, 
asking our offices, and I know you're saying talking about people that are outside of Windermere, but but I think it's it, it's too. I mean, you know, people can always call me in and ask more questions about the foundation, but but I also think it's just incumbent upon our community members to just to just look around and and see, you know what organizations are doing a really good job and, and, and what resonates with them and, and getting involved and, and volunteering. I, I know that, um, you know, sometimes that's, that's uh, the lifeblood of, of so many of the organizations. I mean, obviously the, the financial, the monetary donations are huge, but, but um, volunteering your time. And I will say that, um, you know, you're helping these organizations, but, Again, I, I think that um, many would be surprised at just how much it helps the actual volunteers. It's it's meaningful, and um, and I always encourage people to to get out there and and volunteer. But That's again, good. to your question, um, you know, if if anything isn't answered, and if you have questions, email me, call me. I'm yeah, and I think if they can go. It's really easy. You can go to windermerefoundation.com. Mm -hmm. um, and there's all the information there as well. And if they wanted to email you directly, what's your email address? Foundation at windermere.com. Okay, foundation at windermere. And I'll put yeah. that in the show notes yeah. as well. And that just goes to me. Yeah. And I would say for the people that uh, are, are out there that are, are thinking about doing something in real estate, keep in mind that when you work with a Windermere agent, uh, you know, you're making an impact, not just, not just, you know, by the services and helping that agent, but that agent is then turning around and helping the community and helping the communities that they live in and the community that you live in. So um, yeah. I know for myself, when I want to seek out service providers, you know, it's important to me to know if they're doing something that's giving back because um, it matters. Uh, you know, it matters in our world today that we are all out there trying to help others. Right. And, you know, to that point, Mike, I, again, I talk about just this, you know, pride of the work we do and the foundation. And, and I, I really believe that, especially for the younger generations, I, I, that they look to companies that are community minded and civic minded. I mean, I, I think there's, there's an expectation out there um, right. that, that companies give back and and I I'm really proud of the fact that we you know started our community service day back in you know 1984 I believe and and then the foundation in 1989 and and it was really way ahead of um, you know again this expectation that that so many young you know first time home buyers and maybe you know multiple home buyers that that they really look at that. And, and we have a really good track record of um, making sure that, um, you know, because of every transaction, we, we make it count. And, you know, our, our clients are a huge part of, of the Windermere Foundation because, because of every successful transaction, you know, those donations are made and, and, you know, because of this client and broker relationship, the Windermere Foundation is benefiting and, and they're able to, you know, in turn, dedicate those donations, you know, back to the neighborhoods where we do business. And, and really, I think that the clients um, can feel that they are part of something bigger. I mean, something that goes beyond the, the transaction, beyond the real estate transaction and, 
And by bigger, I mean things like, you know, that I talked about earlier, you know, making sure that kids have food over the holidays and the weekends, especially when they're totally reliant on the, you know, the school meal programs and, or that we've staved off an eviction or we're keeping the heat on for a family during cold winter months. I mean, um, that's what I mean by bigger, that, that these, the clients um, can feel that they're, because of that transaction, um, they've, they've helped someone. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Well, and I, and I think a, a big gratitude goes out to our clients. I mean, because they have a choice, you know, they have a choice and who they use and, and who they're going to work with. And we say thank you to the, to those, those clients that choose Windermere because of, they have an impact. I mean, they help us to sustain our foundation and to help others. Yep. So it's a, it's a big deal. Yeah. Well, Christine, I want to thank you for taking the time and hopefully this was enlightening to uh, individuals listening. Hope you found some good information. A couple of key things I just want to uh, put out there is, you know, we've been doing this since 1989. 2% administrative costs, 44 million generated, and it's a pretty big footprint. And the funds go back to the local communities, which I think is huge. And that, um, you know, we're helping uh, enhance communities by by doing this on a regular basis. And, uh, you know, COVID's, COVID's here, but I think that, you know, it's almost ending, but I know that some areas are doing it this June. They're having, what's the date that we do the community service day every year? June 11th. June 11th. Well, so. this year it's June 11th. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this year's June 11th. So, and we do that uh, every year. And again, that's where it got started. If yeah. you guys have specific questions, you can reach out to Christine at foundation at windermere.com. You can also go to windermerefoundation.com. I'll put that in the show notes. And uh, Christine, thank you so much for taking the time today. Oh, thank you so much for letting me share all the goodness of the foundation. <laughs> thanks, Mike. <laughs> thank you. And for those of you listening, thanks again for listening to the Windermere Coaching Minute. If you like what we're doing, let us know. Uh, if you like this uh, episode, please, please share it. Uh, that helps us a lot. And again, we want to end by saying, hey, uh, be awesome, help somebody and make it a great day. Talk to you all later. We want to thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast. If you found this content interesting, please feel free to share it and give us a rating. Also, if you're a real estate agent with an epic idea and you're doing something great to create great client service or work-life balance, or maybe both, please reach out to us at fanning at windermere.com. And we always end our podcast by saying, be awesome and help somebody and make it a great day.